Welcome to Poolside Podcast. This is episode number 23, and I'm your host, Rachel Anthony. Today, I'm super pumped to have my first donut-related podcast. If you know me, follow me on other social media platforms, my blog, Instagram, all of that, you'll know that I'm obsessed with donuts. And so I was super pumped when I was able to connect with Bayan, the owner and founder of Baked Brands, which is a protein donut company. So not only is it donuts, but it's also fitness related, which basically these donuts were made for me. Um, It was super interesting talking to him and how he grew his business, what really just started off as a hobby for baking and fitness and trying to find products that tasted really good, but had the nutrients that you needed to work with your fitness schedule and macros. Bayan took his passion and between his full-time job at the beginning, he was able to find a recipe that really worked and contact enough companies across Canada to sell his donuts and now he is full-time. He shares how he grew the company through Instagram and why that's so important and how he ended up with a retail location in downtown Calgary and what it's like now having an actual location as opposed to just being in a commercial kitchen by himself. So let's jump into it. Here is Bayan. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm sitting here with Bayan from Baked Donuts. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for having me, Rachel. Of course. I'm excited. This is my first donut-related podcast. So Really? Yeah. That's very exciting. I'm very excited about it. I'm excited for you. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself and explain what you do? Okay, so uh, I'm a baker and an entrepreneur. I eventually, I opened up my own donut shop. Um, I went to engineering school, then became a personal trainer, and now I'm a baker. So life, life has been very interesting in the last <laughs> like eight years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's quite the jump from things. It is. Do you want to... Explain the journey, how that happened, um, why you switched. Well, I have a Middle Eastern dad. and like So it, with a Middle Eastern family, your father usually wants to become like an engineer or like a lawyer. But all my life, I wanted to become a drummer and an actor. Just something that's creatively expressive. Uh, but I went to engineering school after high school to please him. So I went there for three years. And then I fixed helicopters for about three years after. I was doing all wiring helicopters. But... Um, there was no value there. Like, like I really like being around people and helping people, but then fixing helicopters, like, it's cool, but it's like, I can't serve somebody. So then eventually I just quit and then became a personal trainer. Um, and then I found a passion in baking and creating like food art, something very visually appealing, and then you could eat it after. So then I started pursuing that. And then honestly, it's through Instagram. People just started supporting my passion in baking and wanted to order things. And it just became what it is now. Right. So wow. random, but yeah. awesome. Yeah. So how, how did that work then? Did you just like, you decide to bake one day and you're like, I'm going to take a photo of this and I'm going to post it. Is that kind of how it like yeah. happened? Yeah. I posted a picture on Instagram. I was like, this is kind of cool. And then my friends were like, you should bake me something. I was like, okay, I'll bake you something. <laughs> and then it just kept becoming like a challenge. Um, and then I really liked the challenge and the science of baking and understanding how to create something and building like different textures. So the intrigue of that, and also I did a fitness competition, so I really like trying to figure out how to put baked goods into my macros. Right, and so did you always bake 
healthy versions or did you start off with like full sugar full, full sugar because i remember one of the, the actually the very first thing that i ever baked was uh, a betty crocker cake and i put 15 kit kat bars in it it was it was very badass cake it was really good but it was that's very unhealthy right how yeah. often do you still make unhealthy desserts i don't you don't it's full health all the time yes yeah i like i like the whole macro balance thing. right because it's very easy to make an unhealthy dessert definitely yeah, yeah. Um, and so were these, did you develop these recipes yourself? Yeah. Like was it just trial and error to... Um, yeah, like some of them I'll find like a modeled recipe and then I'll redo it by adding protein, taking this out and taking this out. But, um, like for baked brands, like everything, it took me about like a year and a half to develop and just like figure out how to do it. Right. Um, and where is the name just because it's baked? Where did the name come from? Okay. So <laughs> the name came from, there's two reasons. One, because the donuts are baked, but then also I kind of wanted to say what so be like, because our hashtags get baked. Right, yeah. So be like, if you want to get baked? Right. Okay, and then you go with a donut. Right. Equally as great, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, we will get into that for the future of baked. <laughs> but yeah. uh, what was it like starting the business? What was that process like? Becoming, once your friends, like, you got out of friends, moved into actual people buying stuff. How was the process into becoming a real business? Um. It's been, it's taken me like four years and it's been very tough because like I would have my personal training job, um, I had another job and then I just did the baking on the side. Um, baking was never my full-time gig, but I, I knew that there was always potential there. So I just kept doing it like every day or anytime someone orders something, I would just find the time to make them. And then eventually, once I figured out I want to do donuts, uh, I rented a commercial kitchen. And then that became kind of a little bit more full-time. And then I just baked as much as I can and then reached out to different companies around Canada and everything. Figured out a way to like package them. Because there's a, there's a company in the States called Dough Bar Donuts. Okay. So they, they package all their donuts and they get like icings and toppings. So I'm like, if they can do that, I can kind of redo their model, but in a more efficient way and make it gluten-free and more, more like more vegan and macro-friendly. Right. Yeah. So it's like, I want to see if I can make that successful in Canada. Right. Yeah. Um, how can you pick donuts specifically? So I was at Costco one day and I always buy premier protein bars. And then one day I was like, how can I take these macros and put it in something that everyone enjoys? And then I remember dough bar. I'm like, oh, I can take this and put it into a donut because everyone loves donuts. Right. Totally. Uh, so it's like, okay, I got to figure out how to do that. And then I went and bought tons of ingredients and just experimented. Right. But I think even because like you're have two things in front of you, and one's a protein bar and one's like a donut. If they have the same macros, the donut will be way more satisfying than a protein right. bar, even though it's like the same. Exactly. So it's just like the whole thing is, it's like gain the satisfaction of a donut, but with the macros of a more healthier treat. Right. Which is awesome because, I mean, you're into fitness, I do fitness, and sometimes you just need dessert. Exactly. Like your protein shake, yeah, you know it's good, but it's just like that mentality of having like yeah. a post-workout treat that's just really satisfying. Right. After. It's really interesting actually that that's how our like culture has created that. It's like yeah. we work out really hard, like now I need something that's like sweet and sugary and yummy. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's I mean, obviously there's an obesity problem <laughs> in the world, <laughs> so that's why. Yeah. But it is good to be able to like take that and but still be healthy and not have to feel bad. No, exactly. Afterwards. Exactly. Um, so what has been you kind of mentioned that it's been a challenge, but what are some of like the biggest challenges you've had to overcome since starting? Um, the adaptation to just like people, because like before I was in a commercial kitchen, 
only the more like health people, health conscious and like fitness people would reach out. But now I'm in a mall in public beside a Tim Hortons where a lot of people are used to like the normal donut. So the biggest challenge, like the first two weeks, I would say like they were hell because every day I had big issues I had to adapt and fix and then redo the recipe and then change this because all the whey protein tastes weird or it's, it's too dry, it's too dense. Like I had to get it. So that was, it was stressful, but it was, it was good. Right. Yeah. And so, so have I, you now reached a like consistent yes. recipe? So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm at a point where I think I've caught on to all the hiccups and I fixed as much as I possibly could. And now I'm just trying to expand and make them better and better as much as I can. So I want to make everyone happy. Right. Yeah. And so you're using whey protein and you didn't really like the consistency of it. So you switched to pea protein? Yes. You said? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because like the whey protein and the eggs and everything will, will dry out like a baked good and people can taste the whey protein. So it's like, how can I eliminate that? Especially a lot of people have whey allergies and egg allergies and dairy. So just like, I'll just scrap all that right. and make it like a vegan. And I didn't think that vegan would actually taste that good. Right, yeah. But it's nice. Yeah, you can't even really tell the difference if it's vegan or non-vegan. I yeah. would say for the ones that I've tried, you yeah. can't really tell. That's great. Yeah, which is awesome. So happy to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what has been the best part about owning your own business? Seeing, okay, oh my God. So like seeing the satisfaction on people's faces. Like I never started this business to make money. I did it to create an experience for people. Like there's nothing more exciting than seeing someone eat a donut and then to smile after. Like it's, it's, oh my God. Like I love, it's weird, but I love watching people eat like donuts. <laughs> just like just eat it slower and look at me in the eyes. But it's like, that's the most rewarding thing. It's like, if I can create an experience in that moment for you and like you'll remember it at the end of the day, like, I remember that donut was so good. Like, that's it. Like, that's what makes you very happy. That's awesome. Um, and so the core is the first location. Yes. So you mentioned that there's been challenges, but what's been like having an actual location where you, like one spot? Have you, do you still use the commercial kitchen? No, no, Everything's done now. Everything's done at the core now. Okay. Yeah, the commercial kitchen was pretty isolated. Like you're there by yourself. So I spent like 17 hours by myself, sometimes baking. So it's really nice to actually see people and serve them and talk to people. Right, like now you know why you're you're doing it. Yeah, exactly. You it. Exactly, yeah. Um, and what's it been like having now? Like now, so now you're running a, a real in-store business with like employees. What's yeah. that? What have you learned since? Oh you my god, I've learned that? so much. Um, I'm very blessed to have the employees I do right now. Like they're they're amazing people. Uh, so like they're running the store right now while I'm here, which is really cool. But um, I'm learning a lot because it's like. I'm taking the role as a leader now. Like I'm not the employee of my business. Now I'm teaching people and like motivating them and helping them become better people on their own too. So it's, I'm learning how to grow myself and then make, become a good influence on others. Right. Has that been challenging? Like um, switching roles like that? Yeah. Yeah. Just because like, I want to make sure I'm like a good role model for my employees that um, I can mentor them and like teach them the right things. So uh, it's like, Especially when you're tired and you're stressed out, it's hard to maintain a positive attitude sometimes. So that's the thing is like, regardless of how stressed and tired I am, I'm just trying to stay as positive and grateful as I can be so that when I go home, I can write into my journal all the, the negative things so that it helps and then I can reflect it. Right. Yeah. Have you had a hard time like delegating and like giving control a little bit to other people? Yes. Yeah. yeah, because I'm I really like I'm a perfectionist when it comes to like all the foods and everything. So to to pass it on to someone else to do because no one's gonna be more passionate than you. 
So to pass a role on to someone else and just completely trust them, like that was hard to do. But now that I'm seeing that it's, everyone's doing a really good job. It's like, it, it helps. Right. But still like a part of me is just like, I want to be there making all these donuts right now right. too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and what advice would you give people who want to start a business? Oh, I would say know what your why is. Know your reason because when you start a business, you're going to face so many challenges and that why and your reason is what's going to get you out of those, those moments. It's like, know exactly what you're trying to do and take the time to self-reflect and grow and learn as much as possible. Find mentors, find people who have reached that potential and learn from them. Cause it's like, it's, it's literally the hardest thing ever. Cause you have to make yourself vulnerable as an entrepreneur. You have to be willing to do whatever you can and sacrifice everything to make it possible. Right. No, I, I totally agree with you. Um, and where did you find, like what type of mentors have you found? Was it like, family, other business owners? Where did um, you so it's actually from YouTube. So Tom Bilyeu from Impact Theory, from the uh, Quest Bars. Yes. Like I love his show and like he interviews some amazing people and like Jim Rohn, um, those guys like just reading audiobooks and like listening to the journeys of other people. Like, cause sometimes we don't have time to go meet with mentors and like, so it's, it's, it's all over the internet. You can read books, read biographies. Right. Those have been my biggest mentors. Yeah. Well, like, then you can pick specific people exactly. as well. Exactly. You're like, I want to be, like, emulate what they're doing and, like, find people like that. that yeah, and every single person has a little bit of advice that will always stick with you. So right. you can get it from tons of, like, there's so much information on the internet that will help you. Totally. Well, that's even, like, podcasts. Uh, I feel like every day, like, I listen to multiple podcasts yeah. every day and my brain just explodes every time. And I'm just exactly. Like, what do I do with all this information? Like, it's it's... It's good. It's but good it's, that we have access to all that information exactly. and take what you need from it. To and you're, then you, yeah, you learn something new every day and you can implement that to your business and yourself and you just keep growing every day. Exactly. Um, and how has social media played a part in your company? Oh my God. Like I haven't even done any marketing. I'm lucky enough that people are taking all these Instagram stories and their friends see it with their other friends see it. And like, I'm so lucky that that's happening. Right. And the thing is like, I try to make the donuts very pretty so that People want to take pictures of it. Right. So I've been, yeah, that's, that's, I've been really lucky with that, that people are willing to post it on their stories and it's just, right. it's just slowly growing from there. Right. Well, I guess because donuts are so trendy that it's, it is trendy. Yeah. I mean, it's hard not to post a photo of a donut. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and do you run the social media yourself or do you have someone that does it? No, I do myself. You do it yourself. Yeah. Uh, how do you balance that with like, obviously baking donuts and running a business and social media? That. that's been a challenge so i'm still working on it i'm trying to build like a content calendar and everything but I'm, i try to i repost everyone's post on the story but every day i want to try to make like a food porn donut so that's why i like teasing people with little donut pictures right. something very appetizing <laughs> and are these donuts they can come by or are you just like making new donuts um yeah no they're like weekly specials okay yeah cool what's your current weekly special it's uh, a strawberry cheesecake yeah, so the donut hole is stuffed with whipped cream, then it's covered in a vanilla frosting with a graham cracker crust, and then it's layered with strawberry on top, and then a scoop of vanilla frosting, and then mint leaf. Wow. So we're all going to go buy that now. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds delicious. I'm going to bring you those. <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> uh, what are the most popular uh, flavors that you have? Oh. Your best sellers. Actually, so 
uh, I introduced the strawberry shortcake or the cheesecake one like a couple days ago, and that's been very popular. But then the chocolate peanut butter explosion, because we make our own protein peanut butter cups that go on top of it. Uh, the apple pie, the cookies and cream, and the vegan one, like the salted caramel vegan. Yeah. That's a huge hit. Is it popular because it's vegan or because yes. of the... Because it's vegan. Yeah. Um, with that one, at first, I kind of messed it up because uh, I never knew how to make vegan caramel and everything. So I, I made like a vanilla icing with caramel and people were like, it's, I don't know, it's not really there. So eventually I figured out a recipe to make vegan caramel and that was a game changer. Cool. Are you going to make all your donuts into vegan or are you going to have just like a couple that are vegan? I would like to expand on my vegan options because yeah. it's, it's a nice challenge too. Right. But um, no, I like to keep, like I have my Greek yogurt frostings. I always have that part to it but yeah i'm gonna expand both sides yeah are you gonna yeah. expand past donuts into different types of desserts uh well i have a lot of i have a lot of recipes that i like to do but it's like i have a small kitchen right so right now i'm probably gonna stick to donuts but eventually like i want to do uh protein ice cream and then protein cakes and like uh balls and more kind of peanut butter cups so like, there's a lot of things i want to do protein waffles so there's, there's a lot, yeah. <laughs> but I can't get too excited. Otherwise it'll be too overwhelming. Right. Like you just opened up the store. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you obviously like to be in the community and see the people. Um, do you want to talk about what the 50, 50 days are? Yes. So less grammatic. He's, uh, a sports coach. He's been coaching for about like 40 years. So he coaches elite athletes who are trained to be in the Olympics. But because of his age, the government doesn't pay him. And so he's in a bit of a pickle. So what we do now is that, because we know where all the money is going to be going to. So on the 50-50 day, whatever we make, half of it all goes to him. Wow. So yeah, so like the athletes will come there, we'll give out samples and they'll help us like build as much sales as we can so that we can just donate all our savings, like half the savings to, to less so I can help them out. And so, is that once a year or is it? No, we're doing it every quarter. Okay. Yeah. And the one, it was in November? Yeah, November 22nd was the last okay. one. So everyone stay tuned for the first quarter. Yeah, so probably <laughs> January or February? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and how is, like, the community, how is that important to you and to the brand? I know Calgary is a very strong community with supporting, yeah. so how, why is the community so important to you? Um, because that's where you can provide the most service. And every time I meditate, the word community always comes in my head. Because like one of my biggest goals is that I like to do is build a community center eventually. So I can bring people together. We can meal prep together. We can learn things together. So it's like, it's all about the community and about serving people. And that's where the value is at. Right. So yeah, because like before when I was in a commercial kitchen, I wasn't part of the community kind of thing. Right. right. So now it's like, I feel like I can reach out to more people. I can help more people and inspire more people. So. Right. Yeah. And we're really, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so exciting. This is exciting. Uh, how do you find like a work-life balance? Is there a work-life balance? No, not at the moment. Yeah. Because I didn't teach myself and learn how to do it properly. So now it's like the first week, uh, I probably was eating only like 500 calories a day and drink maybe like two, three glasses of water a day. And then my immune system just shut down after a week. And I, I thought I was going to die that day. It was terrible. <laughs> But now I'm like, I'm learning how to create a schedule and like eat my vegetables and eat enough and drink enough water. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you don't have a ton of time, but what are ways that you disconnect, recharge? Drums. 
So it's like every morning I play my hang drum because I've been playing drums for about 13 years. And like, that's, that's my, my real passion is drums. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so when I come home at the end of the night, I'll play my drums in the morning, I'll play my drums or I'll like read a book or I'll write in my journal and self-reflect. Right. Yeah. That's, those are the, the two spots that I can really just like forget about everything and just dive into something magical. Right. And how long is usually your day? So if you take us through like a day to day, what time do you get up at? When does this happen? Are you at the store all day? Yeah, so recently it's been get up at 5.30, be at the store for 7, be there until probably like 6 or 8, um, and then come home and then eat 9 eggs. And yeah, it's been my like dinner every night is 9 eggs. Wow. I love eggs. Yeah. But yeah, we do that and then play some drums, plan my day for the next day, and then go to bed and then repeat. Wow. That's awesome. I mean, when at least like, is it, are you closed on Sundays? No. No? Is the core open all the time? Yeah. Oh. But I'm but I'm lucky because the core has business hours. Right. So it's only 12 to 5 on Sunday. Right. So it's like it's only an eight-hour day for me that day. But if it was like a nine to nine, like a normal mall, like I don't know how it would do that. Right. I think I'm, yeah, I'm not as crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and do you plan to, I mean, obviously hire more people, but so eventually that you're not spending as much time, or are you always gonna stay super involved in it? Uh no, I eventually like to hire more people and then like push it off to them and then start making new recipes and then making the specials and then doing all like more marketing stuff. And right. Yeah, go meet with people and do collaborations and everything. Right. Just yeah. I guess like get out in the community more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, that'd that's, be really nice. Yeah. And so do you wanna share what's next for Big Donuts? So you mentioned cannabis. Jonah, can you talk about that? Yeah. Okay. Well, Is that in that. the works? Um, okay. So, uh, it's, I already have it ready, but I don't think it's, the edibles aren't legalized yet. True. So, uh, and because I'm in a mall, I can't really do that. Right. So I'm going to segue when the time comes. Right. Yeah. Was that the initial plan? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, I wanted it, because I thought it would all get legalized at the same time. Right. Because, like, how awesome would it be to get a little bit of a, you know, like, a magical feeling and get your protein? It's like, whoa. And you're still eating a donut. And you're still eating <laughs> It's like a trifecta. Right. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess, um, what is that? Like, in the spring or something? It's yeah, I think so. Something like that? Already. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> yeah. Where can people find you online? That was the end of my question. I was reading the list. Oh, uh, online is just on the Instagram or Facebook. It's Baked Brands. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be posting a lot more soon. So Yeah. Yeah. Do but. you take all the photos yourself? Yes. Because I love taking those yeah. pictures. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I won't even eat that product. I just like it for the picture. Right? Yeah, that's why I yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for thank you so much. Sharing. Uh we'll have you back in the spring. Yeah, that would be perfect. Thank you so much, Rachel. I really appreciate it.